everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in. It, it's Grant. And I just want to say my flies suck. Uh, I just needed to get that out there. But what we're trying to do is we're going to do a few episodes. We're going to call them in-betweeners. And we're going to try and focus on Midwestern small business fly fishing companies. So we've got rod builders. We've got online, um, you know, musky, musky fly stuff. We've got feather, feather guys. We've got fly guys. And uh, I, I really want you to take a listen and I want you to reach out to these people and talk to them. If you need gear, if you've got questions, these are the people you can reach out to. You can actually talk to these people on the phone. They will help you out. They'll answer your questions. You know, find them on social media, shoot them emails, you know, visit their sites and, and buy from them. It's, you know, we always we always talk about buying local. This is your chance to do that. We're going to put their links in the show notes and I hope you enjoy it. And we'll be back with full episodes, uh, you know, earlier in the spring. But until then, check these people out. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you on the other side. Like a 30 pack of hams and maybe a 30 or 24 pack of Coors Lights. I'm going to make that the new beer of 2021. Oh, are we switching get, to Coors Light? Yeah, and get everybody drinking Coors Light from PBR to hams to Coors Light now. This is going to be a scientific experiment. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us on a Thursday evening. I had. Well, I knew it was April Fool's, but B, I didn't know it was the Thursday before Good Friday, which is like a holiday for some people. So thank you for taking time out of your... Out of your <laughs> Not us. The only holiday we're worried about is May 1. So hey, there you go. There you go. Um, and April Fool's. We had, we had my musky fool April Fool. We had to, had to get involved a little bit. I liked it. Jar of, jar of slime. Just yeah. use that as like an aftershave. Uh, yeah. Keep that going on for a while. There are some people emailing us like, I'll order a case. And I'm like, <laughs> sure. Let me sure. check. Yeah. It's not going to smell like slime. It'll smell like uh, Christmas pine trees, but <laughs> that, that one was good. Uh, I think Orvis did a nice job with their, uh, their dog, dog waiters. waiters. Did you see Temple Forks? I didn't. The Cicada Cannon, new rod. Oh, oh no. I thought that one was funny. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, they did something like, we've been working on this for 17 years or something. So it was, it was well played. Definitely well played. And I think, what was it Mad River? Yeah, they did. Was some, it like some sort of like Dr. It, I don't know. It looked like a dry, a dry yeah, they liquid did, or something. Uh, they did like flavors of the, I call it Flyagra. The, oh, yeah, yeah. It, you know, like the, the well, but he did that one super straight face. He did a full video and everything. So yeah. I think you know, it's fun. Some people get all beat up about it and it's just like, come on, let's just it, have a little bit I think it's really funny. It's always, uh, but like, you know, if you get on the internet at two o'clock in the afternoon, and you still haven't figured out it's April Fool's. You yeah. deserve everything that's coming to you. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's so much just BS out there. I think my f my favorite one it was probably five years ago. Was I think it was Federal Ammunition did a video about having a camera on the front of their bullets for like live tracking. And I had I had buddies back home in Wisconsin like sending me these <laughs> links. I'm like, guys, come on! You you didn't you were just born today. Well, to your point, like 2 p.m., I guess I'm a little more strict. Like we've been, how many years has this been of like online? And it's like, it's, it's almost become a little old. So right. yeah, there's really no excuse to just have a little fun with it. Yeah, but Orvis played it, right? Because they posted it. Yeah, Orvis's was like, I saw someone, I was up, I'm a night owl, and it was like 1201. It was like, boom, it was out, it was out there. So, so it's they, like kind of not April Fool's yet. Yeah, no, they were, they were ready to go. But what's been going on with you guys? You guys are, I saw a little love in the musky Facebook today, which I'm happy to see. Yeah, yeah. we have, we have a fan, Matt, yeah, that's um, that, <laughs> that posted like the musky Facebook group, like, are you? Is there any of these guys from this podcast in here? And I'm like, oh no, like this is bad. I've gone how long without revealing myself? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have a fan, and he uh, he wants to be friends and share beers with us. So that's why we do this, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
All right, guys, welcome. It is uh, an episode of what we're going to call in-betweeners, where we spotlight really cool businesses across the Midwest that focus in fly fishing that you should probably pay patronage to because they're fishy people. They probably have drank a hams or three in their day. And uh, yeah, they deserve, or today even, they deserve, they deserve your money. Um, So... (laughs) They deserve your money more than Cabela's or Amazon. And guess what? The people we're going to talk to also ship to your door. So you don't have an excuse. Um, so welcome to the podcast. We've got Dan and Jen from Musky Fool. Hey, hey. Thanks for having us, guys. Golf claps. Golf claps. <laughs> um, and for those of us or those who are listening, don't know, what is Musky Fool? Want me to take it? Uh, so Musky Fool, it is one-stop Musky Fly Shop. Kind of the the original first crazy enough to be a Musky-only fly shop. Um, and, uh, you know, that's all, we, all we, we, we fish for everything. We love everything. But, like, Musky, 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 kind of all, all the time. It's been that way for as long as we can remember. And uh, – especially when we started chasing them on the fly, it really started to gray everything else out. So that's, that's, that's kind of the gist. If you gear flies, you name it, musky on the fly, we hope to have it and we hope to get people into it that haven't tried it. And, uh, and yeah, that's, that's kind of the high level. When, so when did you guys start? September. With, uh, yeah. We launched September, 2020 amidst amidst the pandemic yes so was this a pandemic baby that came or was this you know in the works for a while uh wanting to do yeah this this covid baby yeah we uh we kind of concept the idea over the summer really hit us in july is when we knew we were going to go for it and then we launched in september it just moved really fast yeah I, I helped by quitting my job so that we had to nice. fix you know, so yeah, yeah. Thank you. That was how I, I helped the family make a good decision. Uh, and, uh, you know, kind of, as we say in startup world, jumped out of the, jumped or uh, built the plane as we we're trying to fly it. So that's, that's kind of what we did. I, th- I think that's the only way to probably get it done correctly. Um, so I hope like in your, in your two week notice or however you decided to quit, was there a line that says, because I've decided to sell bucktail, yeah. colored bucktail on an online platform. No, there wasn't, but it was close to that. So just like the, the real brief, I was for the last 10 years have been CFO of a couple of healthcare startups, you know, the classic venture capital back, try and grow really quickly. Um, awesome companies cut my teeth on a lot of things. Um, and I left and had real, really no, um, really no plan. Um, and then we concepted it. And then when all those people found out what I was doing, they were, they were like, oh, the nice oh. ones were confused, <laughs> yeah. but the, the other ones were like, what is Dan smoking? I mean, frankly, <laughs> they were just like, what happened? Um, so, and, and I kind of relish that cause it's, it feels a lot better having a blast and, you know, finding something that doesn't feel like work, you know, and I know a handful of people uh, that I went to college with or kind of grew up with that work in that healthcare software world. And I know they look at my fishing habits um, like a drug addiction, like there's something wrong with you. (laughs) So I can, I can totally see where you probably got a lot of those funny conversations or looks along the way. Yeah. A couple investors called and asked if I wanted to join another startup. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm selling bucktail. And they just, I think they they just hung up. Did you try and spin the conversation and be like, actually, I've got an investment. Invest in me. This yeah. is where you want to be. How would you like to buy some deer butts? Yeah, exactly. Deer butts and pink chicken feathers. Yeah, yeah. They they would have no idea. It wouldn't even be worth explaining. No, it's gonna it's gonna take about four hundred years to hit the dollar mark that which your software venture probably will be. But what? it's all for the blue collar worker. That's yep. who we're here for. <laughs> Guaranteed to lose your money, but make you feel good. So, yeah. So, so what does Musky Fool sell? Want me to take this one again? Yeah. Um, so we started out with like, again, kind of that building the plane as we were trying to fly it. Just 
really as much uh, musky goods as we could, musky fly fishing goods, rods, reels, line, uh, flies, you know, and all the kind of peripheral gear that goes into it, nets, bump boards, like what you would want in a fly shop, but, um, you know, musky focused. Which I would say kind of started, that idea came from really when we were on this trip and getting ready for this trip and over the years, not being able to have that one-stop shop for the gear. When you're leaving, when you're getting geared up, no one you couldn't just go to one spot and do it so that's really how we knew we were going to get started yeah and i think musky because it's been a little bit of a cottage slash basement industry in the fly fishing world um you know kind of the ugly stepchild of conventional and fly fishing um there were a lot of these other cool companies that weren't the major brands that we tried to highlight um you know chippewa river rods woof woof rod co um primo tail um, and then just do some basic stuff like a musky size net, a musky bump board. And then, you know, again, trying to just start lean because frankly, some of the vendors also thought we were crazy. Like, yeah, I was just going to say Musky fly fishing really. Uh, and, um, it was pretty amazing that we got it started in two months really, because when we got back in July, Dan started making a ton of calls and it was the initial response was like, you're going to do what, or are you just doing this for a personal discount? Like, right. they- I I mean, there's probably plenty of that, you know, everybody's looking, wants to be on that bro staff to get that, that percentage off. And especially because we knew we weren't going to start brick and mortar. It was too much of an upfront investment. And during a pandemic being online, we could reach so many more people, but when you hear that pitch, people are like, yeah, okay. Yeah. It was like musky and online. It was online. Wasn't as bad. Cause it was like, we were September pandemic. Basically every fly shop was selling online at that point anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they gave us some looks. Some of them, you know, had a lot of faith out of the get go. They were probably musky fishermen. And, um, some, I mean, we had people tell us like, you guys are going to like, you're going to be out of business. Yeah. You know, like, this isn't, this isn't dust a thing. off the resume. <laughs> yeah. So, that, and that, I don't know, that's, that's more of a chip on our shoulder than a, a wind in the, in the, you know, against us. So oh my God, so many expressions. Yeah. Sorry. They might not make sense. They'll just, we'll just all <laughs> taking, I'm taking notes. I have I'm a list of Danisms of like expressions that he just totally gets wrong. So. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like those could pass over to a buddy of ours that makes stickers and those could be like musky. Yep. musky danisms yeah i'll keep my look it'll be fun um so you guys were on a musky fly fishing trip when you decided to make musky fool is that yeah, what it piece together yeah we our wedding anniversary is in july and we always try to go on a trip we used to always go out west um but recently we've been like why are we going out west we go up north so we went north and musky fishing we couldn't do a ton of fishing because it was so hot it was like 80 degree days 80 yep. degree so we were trying to be super careful, but we were technically on a musky trip. Yeah, it was more of a float down the river and, you know, avoid the dive bombing of deer flies. That was, that was cool. actually most of the trip. So we had a lot of time to think and talk. Yeah. <laughs> they suck. They bite yeah. you and they look like bees. So you're like, can I hit it or yeah. am I going to get yeah. stuck? And, and part of that was like, we were in Hayward, which as far as I'm concerned, uh, and most people are concerned, that's ground zero for this. You know, you got two musky capitals of the world. Well, they're both kind of in the same, you know, a couple counties apart. Yep. But um, that's when, you know, we just looked around the kind of landscape of like, if this isn't, if we can't get what we need in freaking Wisconsin. Right. State fish, uh, you know, the, the record where the record fish have been caught, at least the the old records. Then, what, then where's this going to be? Um, well, and it's not to say there aren't great shops. Yeah, we, have, we have great fly shops. Yeah, they great just fly don't shops. go deep into musky stuff. So. Yeah, and we were only, you know, this is kind of the plug we'll make. Like, we came up with the idea, we executed the business, but this is all on the back of, you know, those those crazy frontiersmen uh, who decided to go chase them on a fly a few decades ago. Because they got probably the same looks, if not more. Like, you're going to be crazy. You're going to be out on the streets. Yeah. and. They persisted. They did it. They got people into it, um, and enough people now where there's a, there's a pretty big community across the country. Which we've been, you know, Washington State to New York. Uh, there's people doing it. There's people planning trips and and putting it on their bucket list and everything. That's that's great to hear. Yeah, and it's you know I I would say just you know in the last five years the the ramp up that I've seen, um, you know. 
in the Midwest specifically, but, you know, getting to know you guys and, you know, that Eau Claire crew over there. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's these constant conversations you're having with guys on the East coast, um, you know, and sharing ideas and all this and this, uh, community that I think that surrounds muskie fishing that I don't see nearly as much, uh, in trout fishing, right. Um, trout fishing, I, I feel like is still a little bit more of that tweed jacket, you know, patched, patched elbows kind of stuff where the muskie fly guys are like, Oh, you scratch my back. I'll scratch yours. We can share some ideas because we're all kind of banging our heads against a wall trying to do the same thing, but let's, yeah. let's try and help each other out. For sure. Well, and I think some of that comes into that, what we call that little ugly stepchild syndrome. Like you, you didn't, or misfit, like you, you, misfit. Didn't, yeah. you didn't fit in, you didn't fit in. Um, but there's a, there's parallels. Like the musky world is a little bit, you know, the, the conventional world, like it's usually people that musky fish and that's all they do. Or, yeah. and that's, that's kind of, I think it hooks you, man. It's, especially in the Midwest, you know, love fishing for bass, love fishing on a good trout day, but it gets in you a little bit and it, and it really, yeah. So that's our thoughts on it at least. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you guys are taking it on um, because yes, there was definitely a need um, for it, you know, and I'm up in Blaine, Minnesota. Um, so I've got like three fly shops really close to me. We've got Bob Mitchell's fly shop. Bobby's always got a really nice selection of musky on the fly gear. Um, you've got the fly angler um, yep. slash Thorn brothers. So they've always got like a decent selection, but I think the issue is, is within our area, that stuff gets bought out so fast and constantly mm-hmm. that I, because they just maybe can't carry as big of a stock of it, but you guys step into the game. I'm like, there's always an, always this option to be able because I feel like again like I was saying before it's not Amazon it's not like you're ordering from Cabela's you know there's two people across from the Zoom for me that like started this e-commerce platform that you can go to and, and buy materials from and know that's actually going to the Midwest and not you know well maybe it's you guys are shipping it overseas for like a vacation home in Fiji or something. I don't know, but we've sent some feathers to the pike, the pike fools. Out the guys. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, I hear you. I mean, we're, if you get an order from us, it's been packed by one of us. It's been, you know, written a note by one of us. And hopefully okay. that'll change as we grow, but we want to keep that, keep that feel. Um, and the goal is it's always in stock and you can get it fast. Like we try to ship them out super fast and the best, it's so fun to hear from people like, Oh my God, your website's too easy. Like I could just click buy, like take my money. It's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, like you were saying a lot of good, a lot of good fly shops and they, they also have to do, they got to cater to everybody. They're, they're kind of the, um, the, you know, the front door of fly fishing for most people. Like, this is, they're going to go book a trip with Bobby and probably fish with Aaron. Um, and that's going to be their first ever experience fly fishing uh, right. for trout, but like, it's got to start somewhere. We all started, you know, I, I don't encourage people necessarily to start fly fishing for muskie. Um, uh, unless you really know what you're signing up for, but unless you want to be done fly fishing after like yeah, a year. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're like, wait, why didn't I spend all you, you don't have to spend a ton of money, but why did I spend all this money on fly gear and I haven't seen a fish yet? Yeah. <laughs> why? But, yep. Why does my elbow hurt really? Yeah, why does my elbow hurt? Are you getting your uh Tommy John surgery yet? Is that is that coming up? Uh, I just had uh I had di- tennis elbow. Uh, from casting those freaking 12 weights all season and uh, just needed to call it quits, do some, do some PT and uh, get, get geared back up. But yeah, that's, uh, that'll happen. You know, that'll happen. Especially that's why, that's why water loading is okay. Yeah, it is. We, we don't, we don't hate on that. You can, you can cast whatever you want. You can cast whatever you want. If it gets there, it gets there. Yeah, exactly. Whatever gets the fly into the water. Uh, yeah. So, you know, over the last 10 months, um, what's been, what's been your favorite part about opening muskyfool.com? Um, the community for sure. Yeah. I mean, it sounds kind of like, Oh, the people we meet, but that's definitely it. Like you just, you get to tap into that and meet 
you know, you, obviously you, there's a, a, we knew some folks before we got in, but we kept it pretty low key. We weren't, we were just fishing when we had the time and um, to meet everybody and to hear that feedback, like, thank you. This is awesome. Like that's, that keeps us going for sure. That's, that's. But also, you know, like-minded. So you're like, Oh, we're not yeah. so crazy. Someone right. Else does right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably, that's definitely probably the best part of it. Um, for sure. Just cause you know, it's kind of like every, everyone, every, every one of these female male anglers that are doing, going after musky, like they have that little bit of that musky fool in them. And uh, you know, we, like we started this cause we like to fish for them and that's still the, the case today. So it's not, it's not a, um, when you get to meet those people, it's pretty sweet like you guys. So we're having a blast. Well, again, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to uh, have, hang out with us for a little bit. Um, this is more fun. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> so what, uh, so Jen, are you the one that planted the idea of musky fishing in Dan's head or did he have to drag you along on this uh, oh, crazy endeavor? No, he didn't have to drag me along. We, Dan started fishing, I don't know, when you were really little. I dabbled, you know, like a little bit off the dock, carp fishing, uh, bluegill, whatever. And then we kind of learned fly fishing together. We moved up to Madison. There's great fishing out here, trout fishing. And then we just kind of blended the worlds because we've been going after muskie for years. Yeah. I mean, born in Wisconsin, you know, uncle and dad's taking me up north. Mm -hmm. Like it, you're bound to encounter it. They, uh, I think got bored with walleye fishing when I was pretty young. So luckily it was like musky as long as I can remember. So then as Jen said, when we were in college, well, it's almost a decade ago, we were like fly fishing for trout in the driftless and musky fishing conventionally. And you know, this is, we just had to bring it together. Yeah. Like zero to hero just had hit the film tour and you, you kind of had this world kind of explode onto the scene. And it was like, it was just like, it was just like, what? what is this? And, you know, didn't, didn't pick up a trout rod for a few, few years after that didn't pick up a conventional gear rod ever since. And, and then I guess they say no, the rest is history. I definitely have. No, he didn't have to drag me though. I won't go hunting, but I love fishing. Yeah. That and that I can I can get on board with. I I hunt because I like to fill the freezer uh, with some tasty food, uh, but Still do. the process of hunting for me is not my favorite. Yeah. Like, um, for whatever reason, I feel like when I'm in waders and fishing, I don't get full of ticks. Every oh. time I go like <laughs> prepping for hunting, it's it's a twenty minute process pulling ticks out. Um, I, I don't enjoy that. I know Gore-Tex doesn't um, advertise this, but I feel like Gore-Tex makes ticks stay away from you. So. Maybe I'll just start using that okay. when I'm out hunting. Body There's some marketing. Yeah. You really sold it for me though. Let me tell <laughs> And that's why I'm like, nah, I'll be on a boat. Waiters. Yeah. Good stuff. Not a lot of girls though, which I didn't really think about before this. I was just kind of like, yeah, I fish. And then once we got more into it, it was like, hello, anybody, anybody out there? But we, um, on our last episode, we just talked to, uh, to, pretty accomplished um female like toothy critter fisher men women um, yeah, they got they bigger fish than i've ever caught yeah kelly Callick. um she's been in the musky game for quite some time yeah. and Kelly's then, so thank you kelly that was a good episode i don't know if you listened to no, it but probably and then uh hillary Pinella. i i think i'm pronouncing her last name right she's i think on the chair she's the chairwoman matt of yep. minnesota women on the fly she goes out and hammers huge pike on the fly. Like awesome. Like, so I think if you're, if you're looking for a group of women to get out fishing with, I would definitely reach out to them. Um, I know there's a handful of other um, anglers in the, in the Midwest. Um, you know, Mike Kreider, I know his wife, Abigail, um, she puts up numbers, big tooth critters too. So They've all caught like way bigger fish than I have, which is fun because I'm like, I, I don't, I can't hold a stick to that. But yeah, I think I know Abigail's name because of the muskie she caught. Like, I think mm -hmm. I've seen that muskie. If I'm not mistaken, I don't yeah. check me, but I'm pretty sure. 
that was a big old musky in that story. Yes. That was, that was one of those days where I think they went out and I don't know, boated like three or four fish. Like well played yeah, guys. It's insane. Yeah. Whatever they're doing, whatever they're drinking, it's working. Because yeah. It's that cookie dough from Quick Trip. Um, because I talked to him a few months ago and Chris is like, we get that confetti cookie dough from Quick Trip before we go out, and it's like musky scent. I'm like, wow. Well, musky juju. It's that musky juju. Maybe that's what you guys can sell. Musky fool is uh, that get those cookie dough balls. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good yep. idea. I don't know if we I don't know how to infuse the quick quick, quick trip juju into it though. We'll have to yeah, figure that out. When we have a real chapel, could you? <laughs> that's a good, so is that is that something maybe in the future for Musky Fool is a little brick and mortar? Yeah. Yeah. I mean I think that's that's for sure what we're building towards. Um timing of the pandemic. And just seeing if there was a market there. And then, so that was like, yeah, we want to, but we couldn't make the numbers work. Um, and then Madison has kind of like slowly, you know, lost its its fly shops. Orvis was was really the last bastion of fly fishing we had here. Um, so, yeah, we, we definitely think it's in the future. Um, but right now we're... 5% maybe of our sales are in Madison, which is crazy, right? Like Really? Oh yeah, we're shipping all over. Yeah, so it's Midwest, hard to justify. It. Yeah. yeah, it'd be fun. I mean, it'd be fun. It would definitely be fun to do. Yeah. So it would be down the road for sure. And I think it would, it would have to go beyond musky, and uh, that is a blessing and a curse because there's more, you know, more fishy people that you get to meet. But um, we'd need to bring some folks in that were as passionate about trout and bass as we are about musky. Because, uh, like I said, I'll fish for trout, but. I can't have the same vigor talking about size twenties versus right. Dots, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's got their thing. So very true. Very yeah. true. I know some very, very passionate bass fishermen uh, up here too, which I didn't think was a thing until, I don't know, a couple three, four years ago. But, um, then you go out smallmouth fishing a few times with a fly rod oh, yeah. and you're like, Oh, I get it. Like this makes sense. <laughs> This, these are not the smallmouth I used to catch when I was a kid, like no. off the dock. Yeah. River smallmouth are a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, guys, I, I got to dip out real quick. Um, it was nice to meet you. Uh, Grant, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, have fun. Um, yeah, I look forward to this episode, and I checked out your website, and it looks good. Awesome. And if I ever need any uh, earbuds or chicken feathers, I'm going to hook you up. There you go. You know where to find us. Have fun out in Montana, man. Yeah, I'll we'll see ya. See ya. See you, Matt. <clears throat> Bye. Um, what else was I gonna say? Fishing, good stuff. That's what we're Gas talking. fishing, good stuff. Oh, so when you say up north, uh, when you were with your family fishing, what does up north from Madison mean? Just Jen, don't you can't you follow yourself north? <laughs> So, so it's, it's, say like Manaqua, Hayward, you know. I was gonna say, so like I mentioned before, I grew up in Manaqua. So, well, Arborvita. I won't claim Manaqua. Arborvita is way cooler. Um, <laughs> you know, it's always everybody's like, oh, we're going up north for a cabin. Like everybody I ever met throughout college or throughout my, we we've got cabins. I'm like, I know you've got you know somebody who knows somebody who has a cabin somewhere probably within five miles of my house. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm always curious, like when people say up north, what does up north mean? Yeah, I would. I'd be curious. I'm sure when you tell people you're from Manaqua, they're like, "People live up there all year yeah. round. Yeah. You're round residents." Yeah, yes. like, have you ever been to Manaqua? It's like Manaqua's almost. Awesome. Uh, you know, you got to go farther north now to get away from the from the people. Yeah. It's insane. Um, I do you guys pick up the new boat? Yeah, we got it. It was it was all smooth, man. I hear yeah. all these stories. And I kind of feel bad. I want to like say something because it was it was great. It was yeah. smooth, smooth as ever. We had a little issue with the oars. They're sending us new ones. Didn't even blink. So like we're we're excited. We've only got it wet once. We're gonna go uh, coming up here. Well, nice. yeah, but, nice. yeah, yeah. So we're excited. Good. Yeah, Dan fell off. Yeah, we don't need to rehash that. We don't need to. Oh, please. <laughs> please. Please tell uh, me more. I'll tell the story. I'll tell the story. Okay, so we're. Tell playing. the PG story, please. And 
oh God, there's so much. So I'm rowing and we're kind of turning a corner round in a bend and Dan catches fish. Great. This is great, great news, but he loses the fish and kind of the momentum just tips him backwards right off the boat. I don't even know what happened so fast. And we're used to our clacker craft where, I don't know, you got a little more bumpers going on. And it just like, before I could even blink, he just goes ass first over. We're in deep hole. So it's perfect, right? Cause he's super tall, but there was plenty of room to fall in. Yeah. So it was all the way in. And all I saw was his hat float right to the top. And then he comes out of the water like doggy paddling with his wading boots like behind him and i'm like dude you can stand like stand up <laughs> and he's like we can't tell anybody about this and i'm like oh, yeah no we can't <laughs> and then uh he brought his rod in with him so luckily we had floating line on that we could see really easily pull the rod out sunglasses totally gone phone soaked whole body soaked and we were only halfway through the float probably right yeah so if you uh yeah if you were in baldwin michigan and you saw Two idiots on the river. One hey, I'm Dan. <laughs> what what section did you guys float? Uh, just the the what's the main one right there? Where you rainbow put it was it the Rainbow Falls down? We didn't get all the way down there. It was just we the, went okay. down to Green Cottage and Gleason. Yeah, it was just we took out a Green Cottage, the 37. Oh, okay. Yep. <clears throat> so yeah, that's you know, you make me sound like I can't even stand up in a boat, and I like Let's to remind people that. that there was a lot of you know. We were on vacation and we were in a state having fun, legal things that are fun. And I had, I was overserved. So that's see, that's where I messed up my timing of when I got into Michigan and when I was going out, nothing was open. I was like, yeah, I was like, this is disappointing. I'm like, I've got this nice little locked storage area that I could have filled up with treats for a while but i was like no uh yeah no it was we, we, we enjoyed treats, it yeah. we had treats we had some treats. i mean you got a you got a fly shop stealth craft a boat landing and green door right on like a mile it's just like what a, there you go have the, fun no, the best part was the whole day dan was like this wrap is so stable like, <laughs> he was like this is amazing and he's like it's just like our clock craft <laughs> and then just like it yeah oh my god that like two hours later does he go so just soaked and luckily it didn't get through to your base layer so he had his base layer was still dry yeah and then i just we just pushed all the way in got real nice and toasty it was all oh yeah that'll pushing pushing will keep you nice and warm but i had never been on that river before i was super surprised of how deep those buckets are like and they're like yeah we're just gonna push into that and then we'll hop out and i looked and i like looked down like Holy shit, dude. Now I understand why Steelhead just stacking this thing. Yeah. And it's like, I was like, you know, I think we, we got to fish with Chris uh, from Stealthcraft the second day. And, you know, here I am with like kind of driftless style Steelhead fish and with a little tungsten bead head. And he's like, dude, pull out your split shot and put like four of them on. Yeah. Like daisy chaining down. I'm like, the guy. If it doesn't work, add more go to Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, guy, really the guy, cool river. It's a cool river. The guy I was fishing with, he had me a center pin rod okay. with a big float on it, and then just put. There had to be eight pieces of split shot on that thing. He's like, just let it go, and I hooked into one. And for me, it was an impressive hook set, like hard hook set. And then it popped off like ten feet from the boat, and he goes you know, you probably should have set the hook harder. I'm like, how hard do you want me to set the hook? He's like, everything you got. Which He's is like, I'm like that. I just, I just can't. Yeah. Right. You're yeah. Right out. It's, it's not like, a big hook. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 You could find the deep, you can find the good holes though, because uh, the trees above were like graveyards. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. It's so, I'm like, that's a <laughs> I was actually going to mention that. I was like, do you think we could start a fly shop just for picking yeah. Glow yes. bugs and floats out of the trees on the pier market. Oh yeah. Okay. There's thousands of dollars easily. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it's a good to know. Like if you're if you're out there fishing and you run out of something, you gotta, <laughs> just you start know, floating. Just start floating. You really could. <laughs> yeah. If you ha- you could reach out. I don't yeah. know why people oh, yeah. don't retreat. I don't know. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah, they're a buck and you just, just put another one on. I'm like clip down like trees. That's where I'll yeah. be. <laughs> Um, what's, uh, so what's the craziest, craziest part that you guys have learned about 
um, the fly fishing industry since you started up Muskie Fool? Mm, good question. Like behind the veil stuff, you're like, whoa, this is a thing. Um, um, there's a couple of them. I'm trying to rifle through which ones are not okay to share, which ones are okay. Right. To share. Um, I mean, I'll say this, and I'd say it to their face. Um, I probably have. Like, there's not a great reputation of musky on fly both because it's a little crusty and also because it's like, get out of here with that crap. Like that's not real fly fishing. Uh, and I've had vendors say that to my face and, uh, oh, that brings a smile to my face though. It's just like, you've probably never done it then. Right. And you know, that's that, like that belief is why we exist in some sense, like, because people think that and I'm like, okay, sounds good. Let me prove you wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and just like, that's why this, like I said earlier, this cottage industry kind of had to be a thing because the rod makers wouldn't make rods for it and all, and all like the whole nine yards. Um, and it's definitely come along like huge in the last five to seven years, Yep. but there's still that very much fly fishing is a river runs through it. Don't tell me otherwise. And, uh, right. That's, that's probably the, the one I came up with. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jen, you get to go first. Most memorable fish you've ever caught. Ever, 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 ever. I don't care if it was on a Barbie pole or a cane pole. I should still have a Barbie pole though. Why don't I have one? St. Croix, St. Croix makes probably the closest to what you can get in an adult Barbie pole ever. If you're interested. You have a pretty good chip rope. Yeah, you have a pink chip rope. Oh, well, okay. Sold. Um, it's got to be. A, I know what I know what I know what you should say, but it's your you fish. Tell it. No, you got it. Um, she has a crazy first musky story. Yeah, I crazy. I would love to hear that. Yeah, so you might as well tell it. No, no, I'm not gonna tell it. Well, um, well. I I don't know. Let me get you started. Like, yeah, you know how you kind of like black out. Like she did. Like, it was full. <laughs> so I'll, I'll 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 punch you in, and okay. you can you can tap yeah, in you whenever you want. Out. You got to tell my falling in the river story. I yeah, guess. this is true. Um, so it, like Jen had been. This was whoa, probably a, a, like you know how some people start musky fishing and then they catch a musky right away and they're like that was so fun. Jen had the opposite of that experience. <laughs> um, it was a how, year how grind. A year and a half, uh, musky aren't real, fuck this, the whole nine yards. And uh, it was opening day. I mean, this was like several, several years ago, but opening day, uh, northern opener. Um, We're up kind of in the Presque Isle area, uh, which is tends to be where we spend that time. And um, it was opening day. It was like shitty musky day. So we were actually, um, we were catching, we were like doing the whole bass fishing with wire. Uh, literally like, you know, your two oh, inch, your two or three, oh yeah, the first one, two or three inch streamers. Um, and it was just like right in the hole. It was clearly a muskie, um, ate it. And well, what happened was, there you go. So yeah, I just had to get it going. <laughs> You're telling the story. It up. <laughs> um, what was the fly that I had on called drunken disorder? Yeah, it was a drunken disorder. Oh like, yes. But like a, like a, like a real size one, like a trout like size big, one. Yeah. Yeah, let me see. I think this is a D&D. This is uh, Andy Selvig. Yeah, yeah. It was olive olive and green or mustard, kind of yellow and green. Yep, exactly. And that's us. Except I call it Lil Wayne. Don't know why. Yeah, I love that new name. Actually, I will. I will use that moving forward. It was green and yellow, and I was on the song. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Anyway, I've actually named all of our flies, but before we launched, Dan was like, "You need to rename them because you can't say Beyonce." But I really wanted people to like call and be like, "I need to get three Beyonces and one like Kim K." But Dan didn't let me do it. See, he likes it. Get out of here. (laughs) I I have a. Call and order the funniest shit, but whatever. So Lil Wayne's my confidence fly <laughs> in this situation. Hard to have a confidence fly when you haven't caught one at this point. But, but Lil anyway. Wayne is the right name. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. I literally am still stripping line out. And Dan's like, where'd your fly go? 
Yeah, it was like just, you know, fly on the water, getting it out. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And there must be on. Like, it was just like that. And we still, we didn't have wire on. So snapped right off. Like, I couldn't even really, like, get my act back together before I could strip line back in, strip set the fish, and then snap the line. The whole thing just gone. And so I'm thinking, like, that's it. That was my shot all this time. Mugfuss. You didn't say those words. Yeah, I was about to say. I was wondering. <laughs> Mugfuss. Yeah. 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 About right. Um, and then the 10 weights came out. The wire came out. Uh, got serious. Thankfully, we had some more D&Ds. And, uh, yeah, bigger with Lil Wayne. Yeah. Big Wayne. I'm just kidding. Big Wayne. <laughs> yeah. And then she she actually, you caught that fish again an hour later because we like yeah. we gave some time. Uh, strip set left a lot to be desired. And, um, and uh, how do you practice? Like, let's be real, you know, like you, you just have- you you practice in the springtime with panfish is how yeah. you practice. Yeah. It just it's you know the definition of lake to table. It just goes. Yeah. Yeah. It was rough, but third time's a charm. Third, yeah, third like who gets three shots at a muskie? Nobody. That's pike shit. Like that just doesn't. Happen. Yeah, that's true. And so three hooks in like we you, yeah, you, no, you yeah. like it was i got he, lucky. he knew we were there i got lucky in that sense because he was obviously coming for it no matter what we gave him some time we gave him some time like an hour maybe even in between and came back because i wasn't going to screw it up a third time that's got awesome it. yeah got it bought it screwed a lot and just uh was really scared i was gonna lose the fish and yeah. then once it was in the net i think it hit me of like oh my god thank god so it yeah was super super we had the, the my favorite memory of it was it was I mean, we still get this way about muskie. I hope I never stop getting this way, but this was like super special. She had been working her ass off for it. Jump hug, bear hug, screaming. Like people came down to the from river. Like, are scene. you guys okay? Or like, right. yeah, we're great. We're, we're fucking great. <laughs> you know, so it was, yeah, it was good. And then I was like, all right, do we keep fishing? Or we keep <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what, what do I do? I don't know what to do with my hands. What do we yeah. do? What do we do now? That's awesome. So she earned it. Like, honestly, that uh, after you missed it the second time, it was like dark. You know, you probably been out on the boat. Everyone's like, it was like, I, I'm done. Like, this is so right. stupid. What am I wasting? <laughs> Start so, over, repump so, yourself back up. But it's so worth it. Yeah. It's so it worth is. it. You it had a really is. good one this year, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, I was, we both told that story because it was, it was a good one. Yeah. That's awesome. And I, you know, it's just one of those things where I think we've all said a thousand times catching muskie with other people is just the best. Like it's one of my favorite things in the world, whether like I was the person to catch it or I get to watch somebody else do it. Like the level of stoke that is either on the boat or there was a time where I was on shore randomly filming the boat and the level of stoke that was between the island and the boat. People are screaming, falling over, almost falling out of boats, and yeah. just you know, everybody's like high fiving. It's the closest thing you get to a team sport, and, and yeah. at least Midwest game. You know, we're not out running, running trolling rigs and big boats on the lake. But yeah, you need. I mean, you need a net man, you need oars, you you need your buddy in the back to get his shit out of the water. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. You tell the story for so long. I don't know. It's just it's something about it. Yeah, I love how you're still like a little like speechless about it. I'm like, this is like a long time ago, and you're I just, just like, blacked out. Yeah, kind of blacked out. Did you guys go celebrate at the PI Pub afterwards? The PI oh, Pub, the dude. The PI Pub isn't even there anymore. I know. It's not. No, we got to go to Anglers. Anglers in Manitowish. He, uh, so the guy that owns that is actually an old guide. Um, yeah, Paul Paul Abram. Actually, I played volleyball oh, with him. Uh, anglers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's. Oh yeah. We've yeah. we've changed a lot. He doesn't. Last time I was up there, he wasn't guiding enough anymore. He wanted to be fishing. Probably. Yeah. Uh, probably not. Yeah. I used to play volleyball with him when I was in like high school and college, and still go back there and stuff after after school. And um, good. Paul's good. a good guy. Yeah, he is. We like that spot. We go there probably Memorial Day for as long as I can remember. All right, Dan, your turn. Most memorable fish. Most memorable Barbie pole to cane pole. Um, he looks more like a Barbie pole guy. Yeah. Um, 
Come on, this year's. No, that, that that was that wasn't it. I mean, like, it was it was not <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Um, That's definitely it. No, it was probably it was probably like one of like my earliest memory of catching a muskie that like I was you know like I was going out with dad and uncle to catch a muskie um we actually somehow we don't have access anymore but somehow we were on and I'll, I'll name it because you can't get on it uh we were on Armor Lake um which is up in the Presque Isle area private totally private loaded um and, uh, you know, there's so many freaking lakes up there. You go in any of them, they have musky. Yeah. None of them are much better than the other. They're all good. But, um, yeah, it was just, you know, classic. Like, I had never really caught one. You know, I had the, like, dad handed me the pole when I was six. Bullshit. That doesn't really right. count. But this was, I was probably about 10 or 11, double cowgirl, black with silver flash. And it was just like, it was just like what I had pictured in my mind as a kid of like lily pads, bringing it back, figure eight, eat. And it was just like, it was just like that probably had a lot to do with getting me hooked. Cause it was just like that, what you want, what I still want when I'm thinking about yeah. where I want to fish and uh, you know, to be there, dad and uncle. And uh, that was, that was a good one. That's kind of where it all really that's where the bug really started to happen. And then, you know, it faded for a little bit in those weird college years, yes. but, but it came back with a, with a force. So that, that was probably it. I wish I remembered more about it, but it was, you know, it was like, it wasn't big. It wasn't huge. It was probably like 35 inches. I held it like a complete dickhead, like, <laughs> but, but it was like, it was, it was so good. It was so good. So yeah, I still have that black and uh, black and silver double double color. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff that you know, in the way that you said, you know, you found it after the weird high school and college stuff. And I feel like there's a lot of us that did that. Like, you know, I took time off from like the age of I don't know, fifteen till I was twenty four, twenty five, because I don't know, I didn't really give a shit about fishing anymore. I just wanted. I don't know, drink beer and skateboard and play it. I who knows, right? Treats. No, I, and I remember like, it's weird. I remember still going up on like the annual trip and I was like a little bitch at 16, 17. Like I was just like, I didn't really want to be there. Right. I mean, like I hate that memory. Cause now it's like, man, those were, those if are somebody invited me on a trip to Prescott, Isle, Wisconsin right now for a musky like weekend. I'd be like, yes. Where do I pay? Like, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah, uh, and that's like my home area. I'm like, yeah, I will. Any excuse to go back? Uh, hell, I'll go fishing anywhere. But any excuse yeah, to go and, back up there? Uh, I, I'll take it. I didn't grow up there, but I, I like those are my first memories of fishing, and uh, there's something about it. It's much different than other spots of the state where you got a lot of beautiful rivers, which we'd love to go fish, but. Yep. There's just so much, whether you're in the border, you know, on the border in Wisconsin, like it's just, it's awesome up there. It's awesome. Well, and I, I never chased a muskie until I was probably my senior year of high school. Okay. Yeah. That's not, that's not what me or my friends did. We were walleye fishermen. That's, I mean, at that point, um, we still had really good populations in the Minocqua chain. So we could go out and catch a limo walleye and make fish tacos every night if we wanted to. Like, and that's, that was our Christmas break during college. Like, Hey, let's just set up. You get like two thirty packs of bottle schnapps, um, some tortillas, hot sauce, and we're just going to make fish tacos for like the next two weeks. Oh, it's so much fun up there though, man. It's not the same walleye fishery. It's well, if you can, if you can fillet a pike, um, well, you can do fish tacos. Yeah. And I don't even fillet them. I just do the old cigar and pick them and you could, that'd be yummy too. But. Picking them's good. That yeah. is good. If you've got a good cast iron pan, um, you know, slabbing and then pulling off that, pulling the skin sticks to the slash or cast iron pole is actually really nice too. Um, all right. I'm trying to think, is there, do you guys have any events or anything like that coming up? Um, I know you guys just finished up with the last kind of like zoom session thing. Um, I know it's tough because we're in a pandemic 
obviously no uh, in-person yeah. events. We're, we're playing the in-person by ear. We, we actually were very close, but it just wasn't the right thing to do. Kind of do a little road tour of, um, you know, get down to Southern Muskie country. So we, we still have that. Hopefully that can, can kind of be the winter, um, 2021 spring 2022 plan is just kind of go see all these people that we've met and that have supported us and uh, hopefully do a little fishing. As far as events go, we, we got a lot of good feedback from the little musky webinars that we were doing. Um, and we want to keep that rolling. We love doing it live with people because you, you got a little of that interaction. And I think that's what people liked is they could ask you know, Matt questions and Eli questions and Brad questions. Um, and, and it was like, all we were here to talk about was musky. Right. Uh, and there's so many other guys out there, not just fly tires guides that we we have kind of lined up. So I don't know if it'll be announced by the time this airs, but stay tuned. We definitely want to keep that going. Um, throughout the season a little bit. So, okay. Awesome. Big thing right now. And, and yeah, again, it's, play it by ear show season got canceled all the musky stuff right. got canceled. so that will this will all hopefully change and we'll have a calendar to give everybody of 2022 events yeah i think we're all looking back to or looking forward to a little normalcy especially you know we all like going to shows um you know it gives us all a chance to kind of sit down and bs together and see new fun stuff right so hopefully we get a little bit back towards that uh as we move forward here. Um, but by the time this airs, you know, we've got uh, Southern Wisconsin opener. We'll have the Northern opener as well. coming end of May. Um, so if you guys need anything, go visit muskypool.com. Um, give Dan and Jen some of your hard earned cash, or maybe not your hard earned cash. Maybe it's just your stimulus fund money and you just want to spend it on a, on a new rod or you need that new, that new net or, you know, some flies, because if you're like me, you hate tying musky flies and you'd rather buy somebody else's flies and they have them. So talk to these guys about it. And I'm willing to bet if you shoot an email, they'll probably even email you back. Um, even if you just want to talk about musky, the number on the website, I'll be picking up and I'll probably talk until you want to get away from me because I can go for days on it. That's, that's perfect. Well, you know, I, uh, I want to thank you guys again, uh, for hanging out with Brown Trout and Bridge Beers again, by the name, you would think we're not musky fools, but at least one of us is I probably more than Matt. Um, but we'll get Matt, I'll get Matt in the drift boat this summer probably get them hooked and yep, then we'll probably it. we might have to change the name of the podcast um just one we can help sponsor that if you want we'll just <laughs> <laughs> no Perfect. dude what you guys are doing keep it keep it rolling don't change a thing it's it's you got something cool going on so well, again i like i said i appreciate it jen it was very nice meeting you dan uh as always very good to talk to you and everybody i'll say it again muskyfool.com um, go buy something. They got sweet hats too, stickers, all that stuff. You want swag? You can go there and get it. Support a local company, and uh, we'll talk to you guys on the next one. Thanks, Sounds guys. Hey, Grant. Thank you, so Thank you man. Yeah.